During 2018, I set a goal to connect with powerful leaders who have found how to lead themselves and create their own version of success. Through these connections, I've listened to countless stories about how these people grow and what drives them when there are no guarantees. I found myself most inspired by the people who are able to defy the odds and let go of judgment and criticism that most people surrender to. Storytelling is one of the most powerful ways to learn and grow. Our stories shape us into who we are, as well as teach others a new perspective and a new possibility. This podcast is intended to inspire those who are seeking their own way and are creating their own path of success. It takes courage to stand up and define your own way. I'm here to share the voices of those that remind me what it looks like to powerfully lead yourself. My name is Rachel Mathia, an expat living in London, working in leadership and business development. I'm grateful to share one of the ways in which I learn how to develop myself through the leaders that have found their own way. Welcome to How We Lead. On today's episode of How We Lead, I'm speaking with Shivraj Bossi, the founder and CEO of health and wellness brand Innermost. Shiv's resilience and ambition are what drive him. I'm excited for you to hear his full story. Okay, Shiv, welcome. The reason I've asked you to join me today is because of your belief in yourself. I've had the pleasure of meeting you as you were in the infancy stages of building Innermost. And during that time, I learned how you made a courageous courageous career change and built something that you truly believed in. Your energy and spirit was and still is incredible to watch because it shows me and I I hope the world what's possible when you create something that you believe in. So thank you for giving your time and and joining me in this conversation today. Um, So my first question is, why do you do what you do? Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks, Rachel. And thanks for that introduction. I don't think I've ever been introduced like that before. That's amazing. I'm going to record that ever send you that. I can plate plate people. But yes, so um, why do uh, I do what I do? Um, so yeah, obviously, my name is Shivraj Bassi. Uh, I'm the CEO and founder of uh, a wellness brand called Innermost. Um, we create some amazing nutrition products, amongst other things. Um, but that hasn't always been my background. So I started, I was born and raised in London, studied um, at Imperial College London, and then started working in investment banking. I worked, uh, had a long career um, at an investment bank called Goldman Sachs. I spent 10 years split between London and New York and um, had a very successful career and kind of worked in finance for an extended period of time. I think one of the things that always was in the back of my mind, like this longing was to create something of my own. And while working in an investment bank is a great experience and you learn a huge amount, how to deal with people, how to kind of break down complex problems. I always had this thing that I wasn't creating something of my own from scratch. And that was always in the back of my mind. So um, when an opportunity arose um, for me to do something different, I kind of seized it with both hands. Um, and set up, created Innermost. So that was one thing. And I think, um, you know, what drove that ultimately is um, this desire to have this sense of freedom or, or control or be able to express my creativity in the way I wanted to. Um, I don't know if wanting to have more control is a character flaw or not, but it's definitely something something that I felt I wanted uh, at that stage of my life and my career. Um so that was really one of the reasons. And alongside that, obviously, is I've kind of had a, 
uh, a long love affair with kind of fitness and with wellness and health. And, and I'm a big believer in uh, nutrition and how that can affect your life and the way you feel, the way you behave um, in real tangible ways. I was raised in a household where, uh, you know, my folks are, are from Northern India. So kind of food plays an important part in kind of family rituals and the way we get together. together. And um, some of my earliest memories were accompanying my mum to stores where she'd pick out these exotic herbs, spices and different things and bring them home and create some uh, really kind of amazing kind of dishes. And, you know, she's always been the type of person, the type of mother who kind of like, kind of like, almost force feeds you things like berries and berries and various different nuts because they do X, Y, Z for you. So I think having that, Amazing. That, that connection between what you eat and how you feel and, and your health has always been there. And then it seemed like, you know, maybe that was something in the back of my mind and that kind of developed into to innermost as well. That's incredible. Um, now knowing that I get it, I now understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Has there been a moment in your life that has defined how you choose to lead yourself and inspire others? Um, yeah, I, I was thought, thinking about this. I mean, a specific moment, it's difficult to pinpoint, uh, but it's probably more just a collection of experiences and, and the way we were probably raised. Uh, I go back to family. For me, you know, we, we live we live in I've got a very kind of close-knit kind of tight family and family is super important and some of that is cultural some of that is just the way kind of we work I've got an older brother who's two years older than me um, my mum and dad I think kind of their experiences coming to the UK um, so they were born in northern India they they came to the UK separately I think my dad was 23 mum was 18 they met in London several years after they came but mm. you know, typical kind of immigrant story um they came, worked super hard, um, you know, worked really hard, saved money. Um, my dad kind of saved money, bought a house, married my mom. Uh, and then growing up, essentially, they worked seven days a week, um, saved money. And pretty much everything they did was to benefit kind of my brother and I and ensure that we had a good education. My brother was the first person in our family to go to university to have any kind of secondary education. And I was a second. Um, but the sacrifices they made for us really, I think, affected the way we think about, you know, working hard and doing kind of providing and, you know, making sure that we're successful for the benefit of this kind of common good, this fam kind of for the family. And um, I think that really defined in large part our characters and how we lead ourselves even today. And, you know, the team that I've put together at Innermost and, you know, I kind of I often, you know, want them mm -hmm. to be successful and, you know, kind of nurture them and I think that 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 sense of you know community that sense of like a common kind of group and the team I think that's that that really has come from kind of the way we've been raised and our folks and essentially you know the way they kind of um, they weigh the, the sacrifices they made to ensure that we had the opportunities to and to, to do to do what we're doing today like without them we definitely wouldn't be here on this podcast with you yeah, that's beautiful. So I, I can just feel the work ethic coming out of this conversation and the the need to achieve and not only a support, but it, it just feels like that strong family dynamic is still is still alive today, that you're all still taking care of each other. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, um, um, 
yeah, a lot, a lot of what we do now is really just repay the faith that they showed in us. You know, like um, I remember growing up, um, I went to the local comprehensive. We went, we didn't live, we weren't, I wasn't born in a particularly nice area, um, and um, you know, went to local comprehensive. Luckily, my brother and I were both pretty smart. Whether that's nature or nurture, I'm not sure, but maybe a bit of both. Um, and um, yeah, we were, uh, but you know, I, I got accepted to um, a really good school, uh, which was further away. And, um, you know, it was a, it was a private school. So they guys paid for my education. And if you look back at like where we were living and what we were doing at the time, like, you know, probably wasn't, it, it required a big sacrifice. You know, a lot of money was a large amount of money had to be spent to, for my education. Um, mm-hmm. and at the time, you know, as a kid, 11 years old or whatever, you don't really realize it, but I look back now and think, wow, that was, that was a big sacrifice and there was no guarantees either. Right. So yeah. you, you work really hard, you save this money and you spend it on this education. There's no guarantee that I was going to apply myself or um, be successful on the back of it. But again, you know, I have a lot of gratitude for those sacrifices, but it also means, you know, I need to repay that faith that they showed in me uh, mm-hmm. and my brother. And that uh, we do that by working hard, uh, focusing on what's important and making sure that we're responsible and we're, we're doing the right thing for, not just for our folks, but also for our families and um, I don't have any kids, but I've got a niece and a nephew, but always thinking about them as well. Like, how can we give them opportunities like our parents gave us for them to elevate and, and achieve? Yeah, that's beautiful. So you're clearly a busy guy and you have a lot of care for those around you. How do you take care of yourself in, in balancing all of this? Yeah, I, I probably could do a better job at that, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe this is your reminder. Yeah, yeah, this probably is a reminder. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm very goal orientated as a person. So uh, I always want to, you know, I've always got a goal in my mind, and, and those are short term goals, long term goals, and I like ticking things off and, and you know, getting them. And I think I could probably do a better job on sometimes pausing between goals and just maybe giving myself a pat on the back or just re- recognizing and realizing that I've achieved something. Um, mm-hmm. I'm always chasing after the next thing, and that's a good thing because it keeps me. It keeps me focused and moving forward, but you know I think it's also probably healthy to to take time to to recognize and realize and uh, either say nice things to yourself or to listen to when people say nice things. And perhaps I don't mm. I don't get that as much of that, but um, yeah, that's uh, that's definitely something I, I kind of I recognize it. So I think the first step in any change is always recognizing, <laughs> recognizing, and then kind of affecting that change. Yeah. Um, this is the funny thing, right? About you, you stepped away, you started your own business, you've created mm-hmm. your own thing. And um, partially, I imagine too, to enjoy it and mm-hmm. two, to to create something that you believe in. And mm-hmm. um, it, how do you enjoy it? Like You are, to your point, you're a goal-oriented orientated person. You're driven, you're focused, you have some lofty goals to achieve. Mm-hmm. And how do you find a way to still in, enjoy that journey while you're building um, what's needed to to achieve those those huge goals? Yeah. And ultimately, look, I, I, I've had, I've, um, I've got a platform. Um, I've built a platform. We've built this foundation. We've built this amazing brand. And, you know, yesterday someone posted, as corny as this sounds, I said to you before the call, I didn't want to sound corny, but I'm going to end up sounding corny occasionally on this, on this podcast with you. So even for example, just yesterday, I was with the guy who we were looking at through our social media feeds and there's lots of people that are posting about, you know, trying in the most products or their experience within those products on Instagram and, and Facebook. And I was looking through it and 
I was with uh, one of the guys on the team and I said, wow, that kind of makes me still to this day, makes me feel pretty emotional um, mm. that we've created something from an idea, a concept I have had a few years ago that then manifested itself into a brand, into products. And now those products are being bought by people. They're opening up the boxes. They're looking at the products. They're enjoying the products. I felt a little emotional yesterday when I saw that. And I was like, wow, like, like you created something. We've built something from nothing. And this thing that we built is bringing joy to people's lives and it's helping them achieve different goals um, when it comes to their wellness. And that's, that's an amazing feeling. That is an amazing feeling. I was speaking to the team last week. Um, we were going through, I was going through um, the orders that we've had uh, online on our website. And I went back and back and further back. And eventually I got all the way back to the very first order we ever had. And I was telling this story, just forgetting this story to the team. And I saw the guy's name. And I remember when that order came in, the website had gone live. And I, I was sitting there thinking, okay, that was a lot of work getting this website <laughs> up. Now, how are people going to find out about us? Uh, I probably should do some marketing. And then somehow, <laughs> miraculously, I don't know how it happened. I still want to, at some stage, I'm going to find that that person and approach them and ask them. But I don't know how they found out about the, that innermost even existed, but they placed an order on the website. I'm surprised the, I'm surprised the order went through and the website didn't blow up. <laughs> um, but the order went through and then we fulfilled the order uh, and it was someone in Edinburgh. And, um, and, um, that was, I remember printing off the confirmation, the order confirmation. I had a, had a family party that evening. I think someone was getting engaged and I took it along with me in my pocket and I uh, showed it to my mum. And uh, at the time I was like, look at this. Like it was like $24.95, like one product for $24.95. And I just remember like thinking, wow, all that hard work is like a year and a half or two years of hard work formulating these products. And now someone, one person out there had decided that they would, uh, buy the product and that to me that was just uh it was just an amazing feeling um yeah. and, and you know ultimately I still think about that and it still inspires me um that, so yeah little things like that <laughs> that's incredible it is completely the opposite of corny if anything I think it shows humility it shows humility Shiv and that I I just in what I believe in leadership and I wholeheartedly know to be true from working with various leaders is the ones that express humility and and actually lead into that every day are a more successful and they're doing it because it's right it's serving a purpose it's supporting the greater good which is incredible and remarkable to hear and i i hope that someday we hear the story of you tracking down this person in edinburgh yeah, knocking yeah. on their door <laughs> that's the plan i don't want to give it away but i'll still talking to the team i'll say wouldn't it be crazy if you went found this person uh, <laughs> when we've had a huge milestone and then i don't know did something nice for them so that person they don't know who they are but they're out there uh, I know who they are. So yeah, we're going to be in touch with them at some stage. <laughs> I love this. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. So how do you continue to find ways to learn and develop yourself? Yeah, I think that's super important. Um, a lot of reading. Um, so I've got a library of books here at home. Um, some of them I've made a start on, others I, I need to read. Um, online, uh, you know, TED Talks, kind of listening to other people who've had um, um, kind of experience in in what we're trying to build and what we're trying to do whether that's branding marketing um understanding consumers all of this kind of thing all of these kinds of things um but yeah um 
a lot of that. Um, also from the people around me, um, uh, whether that's friends, family, also my colleagues, the people I work with. Um, I'm very keen. I'm always very keen to have discussions as a team. I love people playing devil's advocate. Um, you know, I don't want everyone to always agree with me. I'd prefer if people kind of disagreed with me and we had a kind of good, healthy debate about different things and then come to a conclusion. I think uh, that's super important. Um, I think it, it's it's really important to have people who feel comfortable around you, comfortable enough to disagree with you. Um, mm-hmm. Like if people can disagree with you, either first of all, it challenges you um, because you have to justify how you're thinking. Sometimes you can justify it and that's great. Sometimes you can't and you have to change and be flexible. Um, but I think um, that's something I'm always very aware of because what you don't want to do is kind of sit in an echo chamber when you've got a business and think everything that you're doing is right um, because uh, you know that that can lead to that can lead to a lot of mistakes and problems if you you know if you don't take um, if you if you if you're if you're not um, questioning your your um, decisions and, and the things that you do I think there mm-hmm. is an element of that which is which is needed Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, as you're talking, it's reminding me there's a book called, um, it's what, what got you here won't get you there. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, but it just reminds me of that, right. Where you, how, where, how you've gotten to where you are today. These are not the tools and the traits that you need to get you to where you're going in the future. And the only way that you're going to be able to evolve that is when you're, you place yourself in these environments, like you're explaining right now with your team, where you know people are going to challenge you and force you to think bigger from a finite mind to an infinite mind. And from there, that's when you can start to decide what are the, the ways that we're going to create a, a bigger business and we're going to reach more people and, and drive success. It's, it's interesting. And the only way that you can really get that is by purely self-awareness in a lot of ways, um, yeah. which it sounds like you're you're, you have it and you're willing to, to just let other people challenge some maybe blind spots that you, you potentially have, which is incredible. Yeah. yeah. I think the challenge for me uh, in large part as well is, um, you know, I've been very hands-on with the business, created a brand. Now I need it to be successful. Um, and those are stressful times, but, um, you know, I've been very hands-on ever since then, even now to this day, I'm very hands-on with the business, our consumer thinking about consumers, branding, or pretty much every touch point that the business has, but the business has grown a massive amount since those days, only a short time ago, a few years ago, um, but the business has grown a lot. And um, that kind of brings new pressures, new responsibilities, new stresses. So to a certain extent, I need to, I'm aware that I need to learn to let go of some of the other things that people that are on the team are very smart, very bright, uh, very capable and, um, you know, some of them are, are, are more are newer than others um, onto the team. So it takes time to get them up to speed. Um, but um, one thing I do need to do is learn to kind of give them kind of more and more ownership over things and move away from that so I can focus on you know, the bigger picture and growing the business because um, we've come a very long way. And 2020 has been a breakout year for the business. We're making record revenues uh, month on month, which is amazing. But, you know, I'm not, not going to rest here. Uh, we've got a long way to go. And in the coming years, I want to develop and establish ourselves as like a leading player within the wellness space. And that requires a lot of work and a lot of effort. So as far as we've come, uh, I, I definitely want to build on that foundation and move it forward. So these are some of the things that I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. 
That's incredible. It's like your baby is growing up. It's now yeah. it's time to send them off to university. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let them grow a bit further. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. It uh, it takes courage and self-confidence to to run a business in your own way and also lead yourself in your own way. How do you stay true to you and not allow judgment or criticism or other people's opinions stop you from from staying in your own way of doing things? That, that is a good question. Um, like I, I posted something on LinkedIn recently um, about how when I was first kind of thinking about setting up this business, I had lots of people come to me and say, what are you doing? You're a banker, you're an investment banker. Like, why are you doing this? Like, you don't know anything about, um, you know, setting up a, kind of consumer facing business and you know the market's very competitive and et cetera, et cetera, all these different reasons why I shouldn't do it. And you know, that can play with your psyche. Yeah. You can start questioning yourself. It's natural. Um mm -hmm. and um you know you start questioning yourself and then you can find reasons not to do something. Um mm -hmm. and I think for me at that time, some of it was I just thought, no, I believe in what I'm doing. And you have to have a certain amount of grit but also a bit of stubborn stubbornness um that you can apply and i just said no look this is something i believe in i've done the work on this and there probably was a moment where you have wobbles and you think shall i do this shall i not do this and very easily i might have gone the other way and said you know what i'm going to wait for something else um but in this particular and, and, and to be honest if i think back to my career there's been times where that has happened when i was younger and I've erred on the side of caution. I thought, mm, maybe not. But whatever it was, timing, where I was in my life at the time, you know, whatever was going on in my life at the time. But for that, for some reason, I just said, no, you know what? I'm going to do this because I believe in it and I'm going to, I'm going to make it work. And yeah, um, yeah that's kind of like, uh, that was kind of the tipping point. Incredible. It, it's brave and courageous. Yeah. Um, and on that sentiment, what do you believe is the percentage of, so what percentage of leading a business is knowledge and what percentage of leading a business is emotional intelligence? Um, they're both, obviously both are hugely important. Um, now, which is harder to develop? That's the question. Um, is it harder to develop? Knowledge takes time uh, and you can develop it uh, if you apply yourself. Uh, emotional intelligence, you can develop that too, right? It's probably a more it probably requires more effort because perhaps people aren't as used to, it's not like picking up a book perhaps and reading it. You have, it's maybe, it requires a different kind of mindset, um, but both are hugely important. Um, I, I think being emotionally intelligent, you know, building a culture, making sure that your team are happy, you know, in your conversations with suppliers, with customers, et cetera, is, is massively important. Um, but also knowledge about the industry, knowledge about marketing, branding, how things work. I've developed a huge amount in that area over the last mm -hmm. few years. Um, so, and without that, without that development of knowledge, I don't think we would be where we are today. So mm -hmm. both are, are very important. It's hard for me to be able to say which is more important. I just think they're, they're massively important. And you've got to continue, you've got to continue leveling up in both those areas. You don't get to a point where you're like, yep, I know everything or I'm emotionally intelligent enough. I think it's a kind of constant learning process on both. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's not the answer. That's not, that's not an answer. That's kind of like me just talking around the topic, but, um, no, you did answer it. Yeah. You did answer <laughs> it. Yeah. 
um, and if anything, you reminded me, it doesn't ever stop. They yeah. are in equilibrium and it, it doesn't ever stop. You don't ever reach this pinnacle peak where you can say, oh, I've got it done. Tick here. Let the success yeah. rain down on me. It, yeah. it isn't that you, you have to, you have, how I take this is they're all in balance. And just to make sure that you are continuing to do what you really enjoy. So you can mm-hmm. keep learning mm-hmm. at the same pace in, in both those areas for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, Shiv. This has been incredibly enlightening. And um, just if anything, it's it's given me more of a reason why I love Innermost and what you're doing. <laughs> um, it, it's not just protein powders and, and supplements. It's beyond that. And it's so clear when um, you express what it is that you do and why you do it. So thank you. So to finish this conversation today, will you remind us who you are and share what your development currently is? Yeah. Uh, so I'm Shivraj Bassi, owner of Innermost, and I'm currently developing myself through trusting the process. Beautiful. Thank you, Shiv. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Rachel. <laughs> so fun. Um, okay. Thank you for joining today's episode of How We Lead. You can subscribe to this podcast or visit rachelmathia.com to hear the latest episodes. Or even better, follow me at rachel.mathia on Instagram to hear the latest updates on all of my work.